Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Yesterday, as we looked at some verses in Hebrews 2, we saw very clearly that we can get to the position where Jesus calls us his brother. Amazing. Isn't it? Isn't it absolutely amazing? I think this is one of the most amazing revelations that he's not ashamed to call men his brothers. Now, you think, well, how on earth can that be? Because, you see, when we're cleansed from all our sin, we are made in God's sight holy and perfect in his sight. So he can say, right, well, now you're my brothers. Now, we don't yet live in that perfection here on earth. And we'll be looking at all this because it's explained later in the epistle to the Hebrews. But this is the amazing thing. And uh, that God actually wants us to think of ourselves as his sons and as brothers of Jesus Christ, co-heirs with him, who share in the heavenly inheritance that we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing that heaven has to give. Now, if only more Christians believed all that, think how powerful the church would be. Think how much of God, of his life and power and authority, would be manifested through the church. Think what love the world would see among believers. And, you know, we can address all those issues as issues, but actually we will not succeed in being the people of God that he wants us to be until we believe the revelation of what God has made us. I'm forever saying that there are so many evangelical, charismatic, Pentecostal believers that believe everything the scriptures say about God, but they don't believe everything that the scriptures say about us once we put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ as the Son of God. So to put today's program in context, Jesus took our punishment. He died in our place. He was the perfect sacrifice. This is the spiritual reality of what we're talking about. We believe this. We become his brother. We become part of God's family. This is a very intimate relationship. It shows the love that God has for us. Well, it does. But, I mean, you can't have a more intimate relationship than someone coming to live in you. And the secret of the Christian life is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Um, if we read in verse 14, since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity, so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is the devil. So death for those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as the Son of God is not the end, but just the passing into a greater revelation of God's kingdom, of his life, and of his glory. Uh, and then in verse 15, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. Now, I think this is wonderful. You see, once you have put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, you no longer fear death. You know you're going to have to die. You wonder what it's going to be like to die. You wonder what it's going to be like on the other side of death, but you don't fear it. Now, of course, as a pastor, and for several years I was a hospital chaplain, I've seen many, many people 
in the closing stages of their life. And I've seen the vast difference between a born-again Christian who knows Jesus, almost welcoming the point of death because they just know they're being welcomed by the Lord into his eternal kingdom. And the fear, the terrible, terrible fear that there can be in those who don't believe in Jesus. Uh, tremendous contrast between the two. And the, the sad thing is that Yes, there are many people that, even at the last, will turn to Christ. I think because they are afraid. And, you know, Jesus will welcome them into his kingdom like the thief that turned to Christ at the time of the crucifixion. Today you'll be with me in paradise. But um, how tragic to spend a whole life in fear of death instead of knowing Jesus, knowing his peace, knowing his love, having that sense of fulfillment that you are fulfilling the plan and purpose of God on your life. What, what a great contrast that there is here. Yes, this talks about people being held in slavery all their lives because they're afraid of death. Yes. You've, you've met people who, who really all their lives have been afraid to oh, die. Oh, yes. You will find, um, find that that fear is expressed principally in people not wanting to talk about death. It is taboo, isn't it? Yes. And they don't want to talk, therefore, about serious sicknesses, but I'm glad about that, but because they are associated with death, they just don't want to know. There are so many people that live in denial. There are many people that have serious um, sicknesses like cancer who refuse to go to a doctor because they don't want to hear a death sentence because they're afraid of death, so they live in a kind of denial. Um, it, it, it's a it's a terrible, terrible thing that to be uh, held in in such fear. But of course, you know, another aspect of this fear is a lot of people don't want to talk about God. They don't want to think about God. They don't want to talk about heaven. Because as soon as you talk about that, you have to talk about, well, what is the meaning of life? Is there any life after death? How do we know what is going to happen to us when we die? So better to avoid the whole subject. Some people even go beyond that and say, I don't, want to, I don't believe in God. Why? Well, it's too uncomfortable to face the consequences of faith in God as they perceive it because of this fear in their lives. Now, we know that when you know God, when you know Jesus, when you believe in him as the Son of God, that takes all the fear out. And you know where there's nothing to fear. 
because he has already loved me, he has accepted me, he has forgiven me, he has come to live in me, and he has already given me a heavenly inheritance. Wonderful. You just said, Colin, you've been a pastor for so many years. You've seen so many people die. We hear people glibly say, oh, I don't believe in God. I don't believe any of that stuff. But actually, when it comes, when push comes to shove, have you really met many people who hold that point of view right to the end? Um, I, when, I, when I was hospital chaplain, what I, what I found is that um, not, not only the sick person, but all the relatives didn't want any talk of the possibility of the person dying. It was just a complete denial of the reality of the situation. And you can understand that from an emotional point of view, you know, that um, uh, while there's life, there's hope. And you can, you can imagine the bedside of where relatives are saying, oh, you're not going to die, you're not going to die, you're going to pull through this, you know. Um, and uh, without there being any real faith or hope in God, just as a piece of wishful thinking, you can understand all that at a human level. Um, and you can understand doctors saying, well, you know, it's better to talk about life than death to, because the more positive people can be, the longer they can last. But how tragic that so many people thereby avoid and miss the possibility of salvation. What I'm saying is there comes a time when everybody needs to face the reality, but the best time for that is not when you're sick in hospital or in your home or anywhere else, but to face up to these life and death issues in the early part of your life so that that fear of death is not um, a condition of slavery throughout your life here on earth. You don't become a slave when you're on your deathbed. What the scripture here is saying that you live in slavery of that fear of death. It's not so obvious among young people because young people think, you know, death is so far in the future. It comes as a shock when young people die through accidents and premature sickness and things like that. But, um, you know, the life and death issues need to be faced early as possible time in our lives, not because we're preoccupied with death, but because Jesus came to give us eternal life. And if you have eternal life, you're not afraid of death. So this is very much a program for anybody who's afraid of death and who lives in that fear. They don't need to anymore. Yeah, there's not only a program, this is the gospel <laughs> for anybody who's afraid of it. This is the revelation of truth, that Jesus came to give you eternal life, life with God forevermore, life with God now as part of his kingdom here on earth, and life with him eternally in his heavenly kingdom. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 